0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today being the sixth Friday of Epiphany, celebrating the uh, patron saint. The celebration of the patron saint is this kind of a, an important one where not every patron saint, not every saint in the Chaldean Church has a major feast. You know, some of the famous ones, St. George, St. Ephraim, they have their feasts. But there are patron saints who may not have a feast. And it's kind of like the Chaldean Church Fathers wanted to say, well, we want to make sure that every saint who is attached to a parish has a feast. So if the parish that you celebrate in is a saint that is not necessarily celebrated very well, well, at least you have a saint that you can celebrate. Not everybody is a St. Thomas or a St. George or St. Joseph. You might have a Saint mar i How many people have heard of that one? It's a little strange name I must say. But at least today he will be celebrated. Now the major thing that these saints dealt with is their love for Jesus. It's every single saint. And also how they were the face of Jesus to the rest of the world and this is what's important, what we celebrate here today. You're the face of the church. You're the ones that a lot of times, not every time, not all of you, but most of you or many of you, you're the ones that share the face of the church with the people. You're the ones that are facing the people a lot of times, and you may not feel it, but you're sharing in the ministry of the church. You're important. I'm willing to say this, almost just as important as the priest in the parish. Now, you can't celebrate Mass, but you keep order. You allow the ones who celebrate to celebrate. See, not only are you the face of the church, you're the heart of the organization. You help us become organized. You help us keep track of what we need to do and we are called to serve in a different way, in a way that God has called us, and you're here to help us do that. And without you, we literally cannot do it. It's because of you we have the ability to serve and to keep serving the parishes as well as the diocese. Now, what you do becomes extremely important. Many of you are the, literally the face that the people will come in when they need something. And because you're playing a role in the ministry, your mood will play a role. You're helpful, you're cheerful, you show that the church is alive. You're angry, you're nervous, then the church is angry and nervous. It's not fair, but that's the reality, because you are an image, a very strong image. So therefore, it's important to understand what you're doing is a mission. Is it a job? Yes, absolutely, it's a job. You know, it's probably in many cases it was posted. You might have been interviewed. And for many of you, it helps put the food on the table. Amen. And that's wonderful. But ultimately, as St. Paul mentions in today's letter, it's really about belonging to Christ. It's really about serving Christ and that we each have a role. The laborer deserves his wage, and that's what St. Paul says. And I know many of you, if you had the wealth, you wouldn't do it for money because you like to serve in the church. But thank God that you are benefiting from it. That is also important, as you know Jesus has mentioned it, as well as mentioned several places in the scriptures, the laborer deserves his or her wages. But that brings up the important point that all have a role. Jesus in today's gospel talks about the many talents. A man had uh, many servants, and he was going to go on a long trip. With one servant, he left five talents. What are those talents? doesn't matter. Another one, he left two talents, and another one, he left one talent. Is everybody a five? No. Is everybody a one? No. Is the five better than the one? No. You go by what talent God has given you. The example I like to give is if you're a container. So you're a five gallon container. Good. Fill it up with five gallons. You're a two gallon container. If you try to fill it up with five gallons, what are you going to do? You're going to spill it over. Because you don't have that capacity. Problem is, a lot of times the one gallon looks at the five gallon and they're jealous or feel unworthy. They're just as important. But what becomes really scary is the one talent, the one gallon, comes and says, it's not a big deal. They can always get another one talent. My talents are not good. I can go somewhere else. Or I can bury my talent. And that is wrong. Just because God gave you one or two or five. Not everybody is a bishop, not everybody is a priest. Not everybody is the face of, you know, the church. But we're all called to be a mission. And without you, it's missing. Small piece of puzzle, big piece of puzzle. Both sets of puzzles, without the small or without the big. It's got something missing. It's an incomplete picture. You may not feel it. You might think in some cases your talent is minor. You know, maybe, hey, um, I've got a five talent and I do five times the amount of mission than the one talent. Amen. I still can't do the five without the one or the two, or anybody else. Don't bury your talents. Don't hide Jesus wherever you work and whatever you do. What you do is important. God brought order out of chaos, and that's what you help to do. Now, there are some menial you know, jobs, let's say, in this society, in general. Can you imagine if for one week... The trash collectors don't collect trash. How important do they become? What if, you know, different things just stopped working and nobody starts doing anything about it? How much we are in need of everyone. Everybody plays a major role. Even something as simplified as garbage collection, toilet cleaning, just as important you may not be the captain of the team but you're just you know you make christ uh, available and that's important as well without you we don't have order we have chaos and that's important to realize keep your focus on christ bring christ to those you come across your work is to make christ known whether you're a secretary you're a cook you're a cleaner, you're a translator, whatever your position is. The ultimate position isn't just to get a paycheck, it is to make Christ known. So what I'd like, I ask you to do then, take the patron saint of your parish. If he or she is well known or isn't very well known, you work at saint whatever, take that saint. Now, if you work for Holy Cross, take St. Thomas. If you, look, if you work at holy martyrs, take one of the martyrs or take the martyrs in general. Pray to them. Ask them for their help. As I said, because you play a major role in the diocese, we can't do this without you, and we love you for it. We thank you. You are a blessing. As for your service, you didn't get this job simply because... You were in the right place in the right time in a sense you were commissioned you're called by God and so I would like to formally make it into an understanding you have been chosen by God and by the authority of the church that is present in myself I commission you to do the work that you're doing you might think it's nothing it's major and it is important and your commission is to serve his glory and to lead others to grow from glory to glory. It wasn't just a job position. It is, but it's not just a job position. You were called. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for being you. And for this, we thank you and we love you. We have, sitting on the altar, it's a relic. After the final blessing, I will be using the relic as the means of blessing you. It's a relic of St. Therese of Lisieux. St. Therese, the little flower, was not known. Nobody knew who she was. Entered at a very young age, I believe she was 16. Died at age 24. Nobody except for those who were inside the convent knew her. But God took the simplicity, took that work, and made her known throughout the world, and now over one hundred and 120, 130 years, she's still not only well-known, but well-loved. And we have a relic of her hair. And ask her also for blessings and for graces, that in your simplicity and the work that you do, that it may become well-known, not just known on the outside, but well-known in grace and in peace. And God willing, one day, um, the work will be made manifest god bless you and for all of you we thank you and we love you after the final blessing we will also uh, of the mass we'll also give different blessings and we'll talk about that when we get there until then we love you